Hello, and welcome to the Healing the Feminine podcast. On this podcast, we will discuss how to heal issues that arise from being disconnected from your feminine energy and innate worthiness. Issues such as codependence, self-doubt, and imposter syndrome. I'll share how to go within, connect with your body, speak the language of the feminine, listen to your emotions and sensations, and cultivate deeper levels of self-love and acceptance revealing more and more of your true self. I am your host, Tiffany Crawford. Everything you need is already within you. I hope in the time we spend together, you'll connect with this inner treasure in deeper and deeper ways. Hello, and welcome to Healing the Feminine Podcast, episode number 11. In this episode, we will explore releasing the past and embodying your next level. When it comes to releasing the past and healing, release and let go or forgive are often the first pieces of advice given. And while they are very wise pieces of advice, one may be left with, but how? In the midst of emotional pain and heartache, from any of life's disappointments. How to forgive or let go may not be readily at hand. In this episode, we will get into exactly that. I am sharing some simple practices that are supportive to releasing the past and embodying your next level more and more. If you've been listening or following me for some time, then you already know I have a very strong belief that cultivating a self-love routine that soothes you in your time of need and releases any energy or hurt or pain is imperative. I think this is imperative at any time in life and especially during glow-up phases. A lot of times when we are releasing something, whether it be a relationship, job, career, fake friendships, really anything, there is this idea that it has to be hard. While I will admit, There may be some very challenging moments as we awaken to new levels of self-awareness and grieve the self and life we are shifting away from. It does not have to be a struggle. Life can flow even in the difficult moments. When we know how to tap into our flow and let go of what's ready to be released. The struggle comes when we try to hold on to things past their expiration date, and or suppress our feelings and emotions. There are a few practices that I find quite helpful, always, (laughs) and specifically during transitional phases, there's a double down. First and foremost is yoga. Every single time I've ever made a major shift or achieved a major goal in my life, I was practicing yoga regularly. From getting into grad school to actually finishing, starting my first business, planning conferences and events with A-list speakers, healing my heart and allowing love into my life, releasing excess weight that I didn't feel comfortable with, you name it, yoga was involved. Initially, it wasn't as deliberate. It was more out of a need to focus and ground myself. So there definitely was intention there. 
And as I've grown in my practice and become a yoga teacher myself, I've learned how powerful of a choice this was. Yoga is powerful for so many reasons. Here, I will name a few. Simply the mind-body connection cultivated in connecting your movement to your breath is powerfully healing to the nervous system, gray matter in the brain, and connecting with the wisdom of your body. Another reason is, depending on the type of yoga you do, there is a rhythm and flow created that opens up energy channels in the body, creating space for release, building your energetic body, and learning to channel your energy. Lastly, and I have a story here, yoga poses when held and supported by the breath can tap into emotions stored in the body and allow for a release. Have you ever gone into a deep back bend and started crying? I remember when I first began doing what is now called 26 and 2, formerly known as Bikram, I was going through a breakup, and like I know to do, I leveled up my yoga practice. There was this back bend at the end of class that I now know quite well as camel, but at the time, it was very foreign to me, and I could not come close to achieving the full expression of it. I simultaneously looked forward to and dreaded this pose. It was just so painful because of all the emotions that came up, yet it was so freeing even at the beginner level I was able to achieve. After a few weeks of attending daily, yoga and therapy were literally my medicine during this time. I could not wait to get on the mat or in my therapist chair. <laughs> Somebody relates to me. This particular day, I decided it was the one. I was going to go all the way back, grasp my heels, it was more of a grab at the time, and breathe. Something was telling me that it was more stuck energy that was keeping me from going all the way, more so than my physical ability. The first round was tough per usual. I touched my heels for the very first time for a very short second, a touch nonetheless. I literally felt like I was choking and I knew something wanted to come up and out. The second round, I had way more space to lean into the pose due to the release of the first round. I went in. I was able to grasp my heels beginning where I left off the first post. I lifted, I breathed, and the tears flooded. I stayed in that pose and held those heels and let the tears run down my face. I can still remember that moment till this day, and that was well over a decade ago. It took all of me to stay in that pose. However, the pain of holding onto whatever was being released was way more difficult than the pain of allowing it to be released. It's like that Anais Neen quote, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in the bud became more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Can anyone relate? I came out of that pose a different woman. I had been walking around with a heavy heart for months. When I left class that day, it was gone. 
just like that. I was able to feel joy again and for the first time in a long time. Not to say that there still wasn't any sadness or loneliness from the breakup. And more present than the sadness was a sense of peace, acceptance, and hope. All from a heart opening back then. My therapist even acknowledged I was a different person during session, and she felt like I had reached a good point of healing in my breakup to integrate the experience and move on. I share this with such detail because it is a testament to how simple healing can be when we allow it. Our soul naturally leads us to the things we need. I don't know that I can say it was easy, I just did whatever I could do each day to feel better in healthy, supportive ways. And that's really all we can do. The second practice I want to share is breath work. Heavily interrelated with yoga, the asana practice as we know, and actually one of the eight limbs of yoga is breath control. There are a lot of great breath control practices and techniques to explore. I like quite a few, namely fire breath, box breathing, which helped me write my thesis, and alternate nostril breathing. However, I have to admit my absolute favorite is just breathing with intention. I guess you can call it mindfulness breathing. Connecting to the breath, intentionally slowing it down, and breathing into any intense emotions or sensations in the body with the purpose of releasing and letting go. It's really that simple, especially when accompanied with the third fave I will call out today, journaling. Journaling with powerful prompts is a game changer when uncovering hidden emotions and limiting beliefs. This is why it is so well paired with breath work. During journaling, it can be intense when faced with ugly truths almost to a point where some days there may be so much resistance that you want to stop. And that's when the breath comes in to support the release and create flow. A good journaling session can free up a lot of energy and space to flow and create. As of late, I've been journaling every morning to kick off my workday. And it has created so much flow. These are all simple yet powerful practices that can be integrated into daily life to begin releasing the past and forgiving in a natural way. As you do this, your vibration will naturally raise, you will feel better and better each day, and free up more energy to focus on your future. I will leave you this week with a quote from Dr. Joe Dispenza. To be empowered to be free, to be unlimited, to be creative, to be genius, to be divine. That is who you are. Once you feel this way, memorize this feeling. Remember this feeling. This is who you really are. You are already enough and always have been. Releasing and forgiving the past allows you to uncover more and more of you. 
This is Tiffany Crawford signing off with love. Until next time.